We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. Welcome to News Today with Dr. June Knight as your host on WITB. This is a WATB disclaimer. Good afternoon, Brad. Good afternoon. It's been a while since I've spent good quality research time with you. But today I am taking off work to spend time with you and to talk to you about what is going on. I want you to consider the bigger picture, Brad. That's what I've been trying to reveal to you. Uh, so far, so I'm going to point out a few things uh, just for you to consider. Okay, so let me make sure everybody can hear me good. Hold on just a second. Oh, very good. You can. Okay. Now, first of all, let me lay the groundwork here. Okay, we have a situation facing our country in 2020. We have many different things on the front. Okay. Look at all the things that have happened this year. You have got, in 2020, we had the peace deal right off the bat. Okay, so they turn around and they say, well, it's not really a peace deal because the other side didn't sign it. So it's kind of hanging in the balance. Okay, so we've got the peace deal. And now we've got uh, the push for the Noahide laws in the UN. Uh, we've got all the different presidents since George H.W. Bush uh, has signed it into office or signed it into a resolution about the Noahide laws. You, there's many videos you can watch on this. You can do all the research yourself. But what I'm trying to tell you is, is the bigger picture of what's happening here in 2020. Okay, so... Uh, you have that going on, and then you have all the deal going on with Kanye West, which I have been trying to tell you is a sure sign of the apostasy. It's a sure sign of the apostasy. His connection to the Illuminati, the Masonic, uh, and his connection to the world and to the media, and being the fact that our... Um, evangelicals have partnered with him and partnered with 
the world media and partnered with the UN and partnered with idols, uh, partnered with the LGBT. Everything is coming together this year. So I'm trying to show you a bigger picture. Okay, so I want to start off by laying a few ground information, some basic information. Okay, and this is all through my research. I don't have enough time in, my, in this show to sit here and explain everything, why I believe the way I do. You just have to trust that through my education, research, and all my travels that God has taught me something. So that is what these four books are for, is for you to be able to look at, okay, the four books. Uh, they have it spelled out in a greater measure for you, but from this point forward, Okay, I will be teaching you from that. So we'll just have to go forward from here. Okay, uh, what I want to tell you is that Israel, okay, breaking Israel news. This is an Orthodox Jewish uh, news propaganda machine. So when you see this Israel 365, they're the ones that just come out with the Israel Bible which is an apostate Bible, okay? It is not a good Bible, just like the Passion Translation is not a good Bible. There's many Bibles that are not good. Anyways, for their propaganda machine, okay, they put out this news all the time, so you can pretty much uh, read this news organization from the angle of you are hearing from the apostate news. You're hearing from the one world order, the one world religion, and what their biggest plans are. Because the plan is for the Orthodox Jews, Netanyahu and Trump, and the evangelicals and everyone involved there to come together in this one world religion and do it under the Noahide laws. So what I'm going to show you today is, in other words, uh, I want you to think about this too, Brad. In other words, what happened in Jesus' day when the Jews, the Sanhedrin and all them, the Pharisees came against Jesus uh, because of his radicalism and his newest ideas saying that he is the only one to heaven? It's happening again today. We are experiencing this whole thing again because the true Christians the ones that believe in the Bible and the New Testament and the ones that are going to stick by the word of God and not get involved in all this Jewish heresy, these Jewish fables uh, that's being pushed out here. They're the ones that understand that Jesus is the only way to heaven, people. There is no other way around it. When you get saved, you have to convert. And that's the term that they hate is the term converted to Christianity. Okay, so all of our big name preachers that have partnered with Israel, and they call themselves Messianic Jews, but what they're doing is, is they're training the masses to fall over to the Jewish roots and to leave Christianity. That's why they say, do not say convert. Do not convert people. Do not go out here and win people to Jesus and tell them that Jesus is the only way to heaven. Because that is going to end up being what kills uh, the Christians. The beheading that's coming is through the Noahide laws. 
And you know what's funny, Brad, is I did not discover this until I went to Washington. Isn't that amazing that God took me all the way to the top to show me the plan of what, why all of them are partnering with the government, why all of them are partnering with the state right now. And the reason they are is because of their plan for Israel, their plan to take over the world and to cause all of the fundamentalist, on fire for God Christians who refuse to bow uh, to bail in this worldly system, they will just kill you off because you refuse to bow and to conform and to, um, you know, give in, compromise, uh, partner with the beast. And since you will not partner, they will kill you. Okay, so going back to what I was saying. Okay, so breaking Israel news. This Israel's 365 right here is all a propaganda machine of the beast. Okay, so what they're doing is they're telling the world what they want them to know to prepare them for the Noahide laws. Okay, so we're going to run through some things real quick and I'm going to teach you. Here we go. Now, this is on the front page of the news. And I'm going to show you all the different things that they're trying to show the public. And the sad thing is, Bride, is they are speaking the language of the evangelicals. They are speaking our language to get our people to fund them money. So they try to get it to where you can understand it. I understand this from marketing. You have to talk people's language. Okay, so here we go. We're scrolling down. Iraq, two American soldiers killed in strike reportedly by Hezbollah. Rabbinic closure of Western Wall diverts record number of Jews to Temple Mount for special prayer for coronavirus cure. Now, outside of Jesus, do you think God hears it? You need to think about this, bride, Because Jesus says, outside of me, you know, God does not hear that. We have to go. Jesus is the door. And this is where we have to stick to our guns through this. Let's keep going. U.S. strikes five Iranian-backed weapons storage facilities. Miracle terrorists his car. Holocaust-denying Grand Ayatollah. Okay, he's buying Israeli cure for coronavirus. As coronavirus closes skies, Jews worldwide may miss last chance to return to Israel. So what they're saying is, come on, Jews. Y'all need to get back home. Everything's about to hit. Trump refuses to sell Erdogan missiles until they do this. Putin humiliates Erdogan in front of his staff. And you scroll on down here. Okay. Trump just, just destroyed the Muslim propaganda war against Israel in one move. They're very, very pro-Trump. This is the group that did the... Uh, pin the coin for Trump over there. Should Christians celebrate Purim? Of course, because we want all their money. Christian U.S. congressman calls for change in Temple Mount status so Jews can pray there freely. So yes, Christians, all of y'all help them. Netanyahu calls on guns to form emergency unity government due to coronavirus. 
Israeli biologists lead fight against coronavirus, setting up international task force. Wow. Okay, so I wanted to show you this, Brad, to show you how I want you to know that all of this is nothing but a propaganda machine for Orthodox Jews. Now, do you understand, Brad, what Orthodox Jews are? Orthodox Jews is the ultra-right of the Israelis. Okay, just like we, the evangelicals, are the ultra-right of the United States. So, you have Trump and Netanyahu, both of them being fought by the evil people. Both of them are under attack constantly. Both of them look like they're the underdog. Both of them has partnered with the ultra-right. And both of them have partnered with the Noahide laws. Okay, so I wanted to show you this just to show you that from now on, Whenever you see information that comes from this website, just know this is the propaganda machine of the beast. This is one of them. Okay, so let's go to the next thing. Coronavirus. Hold on a second. Okay, coronavirus is God cleaning up immorality in China before Messiah, says Rabbi. Did y'all know that the Orthodox Jews are saying that the Messiah is already here? And that they are preparing the third temple. So let's scroll down here and check this out. Prayer rally to rid world of coronavirus takes place at David's tomb. Hebrew numerology, which we do not do that. That's called gematria. That is not good. Torah numerology code, which by the way, they say Trump is the Messiah because of his code of his name. Look at this. Trump's animal cruelty law has Noahide roots from the Bible. Wow. I didn't even know that was in there. The 70 nations sacrifice on the Mount of Olives, a personal account. Look at this. Required to follow the seven Noahide laws. Look at this. It's not imposed by the Jews. It's only for the non-Jews because they are beneath them. Seventy nations sacrificed on the Mount of Olives. This is dated September 27th, 2019. Disclaimer for Christians. What? At the conference, I met with delegates from South America. The overwhelming love for Israel that's flowing out of South America is astounding. And it's something I would very much like to understand. So I was disappointed when they told me that they would not attend the sacrifice. Well, duh, the Christians will not, the true ones. What the world? Okay, so this is getting ready for the Noahide law. Here we go. If there's any Christian who does not wish to, to 
take part in animal sacrifice to renew these laws, then that is certainly acceptable. But I believe that people who believe in the Bible and the God of Abraham must join together in an effort based on mutual love of that God to save the world. There are many who have rejected Noah's basic covenant, most notably in the points of murder, abortion, and euthanasia, in sexual immorality, stealing, socialism, rejecting courts of justice, as we saw in the treatment of Brett Kavanaugh. Please! You're going to use Brett Kavanaugh for the Noahide laws? What the world? The solution is to renew in every way the covenant that is in danger of being lost. The United Nations has declared abortion and euthanasia to be a human right and therefore is no longer part of this covenant. See, the Noahide laws work side by side uh, with uh, the UN. Okay, so anyways, I just wanted to show you that and then let's move over here. You can go to Google and type in Noahide laws. Okay, you need to, Brad. Before they shut all this down, you need to research what is this. Because let me show you something over here. Uh, here's Michael Brown. You know, the New Apostolic Reformation are the evangelicals that have surrounded the president. He is their theologian. He is the one that fights for the New Apostolic Reformation's reputation. So he's always defending them. So guess what he does, Brad? He defends the Noahide law. And he says it's only a conspiracy theory. So let me show you him saying this himself. All right, let's scroll on down. What? Pause. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? He's saying he does not believe in the new world order coming. What the world? The new world order that they're already a part of and they're putting it into place right now, getting all the funding. Did y'all hear the press conference the president did today? All the billions of dollars that they're putting out for the coronavirus is increasing the surveillance capabilities. And even the one gentleman, what was his name? I wrote them all down. Um, Brian? No, that was Target. Hold on. Oh, I didn't get it. But anyways, uh, increasing the surveillance capabilities, please. All right, let's hear what he's got. I want y'all to hear what he has to say in the end. Can y'all hear him? Let me know if you can hear him in the video. Oh, you can't hear it. That's what I thought. Okay, well, let me rewind and let me play this for you with the microphone on. Listen to this. I'm pretty aware of all that. But I'm pretty aware of the 
right, let me rewind this just a tad. Hold on. On Friday's broadcast, I said no. Excuse me, I said no. On Friday's broadcast, I said no. It's not considered idolatry for Gentiles. It's considered idolatry for a Jew. Now, in point of fact, through Jewish history, there's been a lot of debate about it. Islam has been considered to be non-idolatrous, although obviously Wow. Wow. Crazy. Wow, this guy is heretical. This is terrible. He is defending. He is defending. It is still too low, Larry. I'm sorry. He is defending the uh, Orthodox Jews and saying that they will not consider it heresy or consider it a death sentence if the Christians say that Jesus is the only way to heaven. That is incorrect, Brad. That is absolutely incorrect. Okay, well, that'd be enough of him. I just wanted you to see how the New Apostolic Reformation's defense, the New Apostolic Reformation's defense of the Noahide laws. And what is so sad, Brad, they are being implemented and being set up right now uh, to take over the earth. Did you know there's actually sinners all over the world, even in colleges, being put in place uh, because they will have tribunals. Let's go to their website. Let me just show you. Okay, here's one, Shabbat.org. What are the seven Noahide laws? Universal morality. And the reason that I'm bringing this up, Brad, is because of that one article that I just showed you on the uh, Breaking Israel News. Uh, the one article that says, oh, the coronavirus is just because of the declining morality, which is the basis of the Noahide laws that need to be implemented because the morality is just so bad. And it's all being put into place. And the sad thing is, how many of our big name ministers have been pushing Israel and have been pushing the love of Israel to where we have made Israel an idol? where we cannot even think logically about anything having to do with Israel or the Jews because of what they are trying to shove down our throats. But nothing should interfere with the basic tenets of Christianity. It doesn't override Christianity. Do you see what I'm saying, Brad? We cannot throw Jesus out of the window in our support for Israel. 
we cannot partner with LGBT just because Israel is. Do you see what I mean? It's the biggest capital in the world for LGBT. Okay, so here's the seven Noahide laws or rules that all of us must keep, regardless of who we are or where we're from. Without these seven things, it would be impossible for humanity to live together in harmony. And here they are. Number one, do not profane God's, or G, I hate this, G-D, but God's oneness in any way. Acknowledge that there is a single God who cares about what we are doing and desires that we take care of his word. So if you say the name of Jesus, that may be profaning in one way. Do not curse your creator. No matter how angry you may be, do not take it out verbally against your creator. Number three, do not murder. The value of human life cannot be measured. To destroy a human life is to destroy the entire world. Number four, do not eat a limb of a living animal. Respect the life of all God's creatures. Isn't that funny, but y'all will kill a human. Now, what do you think about that? You'll behead somebody for believing in Jesus, but you won't an animal. Number five, do not steal. Number six, harness and channel the human libido. What? That's word. They've changed that. Incest, adultery, rape, and homosexual relations are forbidden. What? But you allowed in Israel? What the world? The family unit is the foundation of human society. Sexuality is the fountain of life, and so nothing's more holy than the sexual act. So too, when abused, nothing can be more debasing and destructive to the human being. How pathetic is that? Knowing what they really do all the time in Israel. Number seven, establish courts of law and ensure justice in our world. With every small act of justice, we are restoring harmony to our world, synchronizing it in a super supernal order. These laws were communicated by, by God to Adam and Noah, ancestors of all human beings. That is what makes these rules universal for all times, places, and people. First of all, bride, these are not. These are not put in place by Noah. This is Kabbalah, which, by the way, I've got a picture of President Trump's book where he uh, talks about his... Uh, one of his teachers growing up was a Kabbalah teacher. All right, let's see. Let's go to noahide.org. Here we go. All right, here's the five ones. The seven laws of Noah. Know God. Respect God, respect God's holy name, knowledge of the one true God, respect life, the sanctity of human life, respect marriage, traditional fame, respect property of others, respect animals, respect all creatures, but you'll kill us, preserve justice. Check all this out, Brad. I'm telling you this because of what's happening. I believe all this is coming together this year. With the coronavirus and with uh, talking about the immorality, uh, the deal with Israel, it's all coming together. I'm trying to show you the big picture. Now, I want to show you some of the people over in Israel 
and how they are putting Trump as their Messiah. Look at this. This is uh, Israel's celebration. Trump Heights, and then Israel's top rabbi. I'm currently in discussion with the Messiah himself. An Orthodox Jewish man prays as he faces the view of the Temple Mount and the Dome of the Rock. A Herodite rabbi, privy to secrets concerning the Messiah. They're very into mysticism, mystical things, which is what I was telling you, Bride, about us going back to the basic fundamentals of Christianity and get away from the mysticism and all of the things that leads to the acceptance of this. Okay, but anyways, a Haredi rabbi, privy to secrets concerning the Messiah, was sworn to silence for several decades by hidden righteous men, but they have now ordered him for the first time to publicize this, their messages about current events and the imminent arrival of the Messiah. They tell him that it's literally a matter of life or death. On Saturday, y'all can read all this, but that's what an Orthodox Jew looks like. I remember when I was at the White House and I interviewed my first one. I didn't know uh, when I first got there to the level uh, of what the Orthodox Jews were doing. Okay, so in Geomantra, Hebrew numerology, this is another thing that's been brought into the church that is demonic. The letters lamed and vav combined equal 36, hence the hidden righteous men are called lamed, vavik, whatever that is. The lamed something something are called the mystery and concealed ones. Jewish tradition holds that their identities are unknown to each other and that if one of them comes to the realization of their true purpose, they would never admit it. God chooses them. The only way they are revealed is if God decides they need to be revealed. Okay, so I just want you to know, Brad, that all this is setting up at the same time that the peace deal is being rolled out. Uh, at the same time that the coronavirus is being rolled out. And I just want to throw something in while it just popped in my spirit is the, uh, I'm wondering about the census. What this has, the census has something to do with the point of getting ready to call a quarantine, to get ready to pull everybody together uh, in their houses. I'm just wondering because we haven't heard anything about it. The people are not walking the streets. See, I worked for them 10 years ago. And by this time, we was already on the streets. So I'm thinking something's odd about this census. So I'm keeping my eye open for that. Okay, let's see here. Oh, here we go. In a secretly recorded video of a dinner with President Donald Trump, businessman and Rudy Giuliani Associates, Lev Parnas, and Igor Fruman draw a parallel between the president and the Messiah. In the video, Trump can be heard telling an aide to take out then United States Ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Yovanovitch, during a donor dinner in 2018 at the Trump International Hotel. 2018, the video was released on Saturday by Joseph 
wonder why it was waited till now to be released, Brian. Isn't that something? The lawyer representing Parnas in the campaign finance violations case against the two businessmen who were part... Oh, okay. Near the end of the 80-minute cell phone recording of the dinner reported to have been attended by donors to the American First Action Super PAC, Parnas presents to Trump that he says is a gift from the head rabbi of Ukraine. And some rabbis in Israel, he explains that according to Jew Jewish numerology, known as Gematria, the letters in Trump's name adds up to 424, which is the same total as the Messiah. The gift, which apparently references the numerology, cannot be seen on the recording, so it's not clear what it is. But it is like a miracle. Freeman is heard telling Trump on the recording. Oh, it's on here? Let's see. Here it is. Of course, you know, it's come to work. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. Great location. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do, you know, just change the name. They're talking about the, the Jewish uh, making that the capital there. Okay, so let's move on. Now they're saying 70 Sanhedrin and the 70, I mean the Sanhedrin and the 70 nations. I want you to read this, Brian, because it is telltale of what is coming. Now I consider the Sanhedrin is kind of like, okay. Um, reminds me of Jesus's day. The emergence of the light of law and kindness and its manifestation from Zion in Jerusalem, the city of David, is the basis of the messianic vision that indicates the concept of the end of days. So what they're calling for is an international court of justice in Jerusalem. Let me tell you a few things about Jerusalem, Brad. First of all, Jerusalem is going to be the capital of the beast because that's where all of the religions are going to come together as one in Jerusalem and they are going to support the beast. You heard me. All of them will come together as one and support the beast. Okay, so... Uh, let's see here. Number two, carrying out justice and grace by virtue of God's law from the place of enlightenment from Zion, the city of justice. The faithful town is a prerequisite for peace among peoples, nations, and states, just as peace between them constitutes peace among all nations of the world. 
So it's going to be an international court in Jerusalem. Law, truth, justice, and mercy and their implementation brings peace to the entire world. Justice does not attempt to replace the concept of the Messiah. Rather, it aims to draw inspiration from the prophetic passages through which it seeks to operate. The source of all peoples of the world came from those who left the ark, those descendants of the sons of Noah, who were dispersed to all ends of the world after they rebelled against God and divided into 70 factions, nations, and linguistic groups. Their borders changed. Their actions resulted from their jealousies and competition, as exemplified by the story of Cain, the son of Adam and Eve, who killed his brother Hevel out of jealousy. Both individuals and groups operate with the same motiv motivations. Therefore, there is a clear need for an international legal institution that deals with justice and carries out justice according to the laws of God, the most important of which are biblical laws. All right now, this is the Noahide laws getting ready to be rolled out because what they're doing is they are saying, okay, uh, we want all the religions to come together as one to where we can all agree was the beginning of time before the Muslims started, before Christianity started, and go all the way back to the roots, which I've been trying to tell y'all, these Hebrew roots, the Messianic movement that they've been doing to try to pull the church back to Israel and to try to leave our basic fundamental uh, beliefs of Christianity and pulling them into this new apostolic reformation beliefs of like Dr. Michael Brown, what he believes about there is no new world order. They don't believe in the Antichrist coming. They believe that Jesus is coming back to Jerusalem, the Messiah who may even call himself Jesus because they are a part of this new age Jesus that does not exist. He exists to them as a man which I'm not saying is Trump, but I'm saying the one that they want to be seated in the third temple. There is another Jesus out there. It is not the same Jesus that we serve. The same Jesus that we serve does not do all this mess. This Jesus does not go back to the law. Jesus brought us grace. He brought us freedom. So Jesus is not the same as the one that they're pushing. So isn't it funny that the New Apostolic Reformation is setting up a tribunal court as well through, and guess who's on the board? Dr. Michael Brown. And they are wanting to say what is right and wrong with the evangelicals and then the Orthodox Jews for Netanyahu have a tribunal, which is going to be this one. Do y'all not see the correlation of the two? And you know, Brad, like I said earlier, I don't know how much longer I will have to be able to tell you the truth. But I'm praying that you will put all of this together and that you will see what I am talking about. Okay? So let's continue here. Verse 6. I mean, there, number 6. Judgment must be carried out according to the laws. Fixed laws and not result from induction or inspiration. Legal duty is the cornerstone of the Noahide covenant, 
according to concepts of fairness and accepted custom and legal terms. A major role of the court is to prevent injustice, violence, robbery, and trampling of rights, among others. The court exists to judge and admonish peoples, states, and nationalities in order to prevent hostility, to return stolen property from those who exploit it, to prevent destruction and vandalization of lands and countryside and indeed of all creation. Its overriding purpose is to bring peace to the world and prevent war and bloodshed. What the world? I mean, I can see this to where they're going to say, okay, we want America to give all the land back to the Indians. We want all the, you know, this country to dismantle and give all the land back to these people in this. You see what I mean? All right, let's continue. Wherever UN treaties and the courts, including recognized international courts, do not contradict the basic tenets of the Bible and its universal laws, believe me, bride, they do not mean the Holy Bible that we read that has the New Testament with Jesus in it. No. And its universal laws, they will remain valid and accepted as will their decisions, actions, legal theories, and legal traditions, including principles of natural law and justice, normative and accepted laws of evidence. The court will decide disputes and prefer, prefer arbitration over trials. The court will intervene in decisions of the above international tribunals that have no provable basic errors unless they contradict the laws of the Bible as interpreted and applied to current conditions of life. They mean the Torah and the Kabbalah and all the other things that are mixed with it on their version. Wherever decisions of the international tribunals mentioned above oppose the laws of the Bible and work against them, and wherever they contradict or even strive against the basic positions of the Bible, they will have no validity and are essentially null and void. Huh. This court will decide if cases according to the inspiration of the Bible and its laws. Its considerations will include opinions of the judges, the rules of natural justice, customary and normative rules of deliberation. The judges will endeavor to learn from the traditions of every nation and their experiences and take into account considerations of justice and kindness. Oh, yes. We will consider if you believe in the name of Jesus and what we will do about it. Yes, we will. Like we believe this. Every well-known ethnic society that has its own language, traditions, and customs will have the right to appear in judgment before this court, including sovereign states or groups of states. Y'all know they mean states by nations, like the United States of America, Europe, that are multilingual or have a ruling language or are multinational. All of these can file a complaint, claim, and request for declaration or such from this court. Now, y'all tell me after reading this that you still think all of this is just a conspiracy. Oh, it's such a conspiracy that it's in the UN that uh, we have our very own president partnering with this that we had him sign it into a resolution in the United States 
and that he has partnered with Netanyahu that has partnered with these people, yada, yada, yada. I mean, it's all together. Number 15. In making its judgment, the court will take account of historical traditions, the existing situation, the stability of peace, and the ability to reach a practical outcome, including educationally and influentially. The decisions of the court will be taken by a simple majority as noted in the Statement of Principles organized by the 70 nations. Oh, they came to this agreement? The 70 nations came to this agreement on September 27, 2019? Guess what that was, Bride? The United Nations General Assembly of which I was at. We are descendants of the 70 nations that followed the line of the sons of Noah and their dispersion throughout the earth after the flood. We are representatives of states, nations, and tribes who have gathered here in the holy city of Jerusalem, in the gates of Jerusalem, on the 25th day of whatever day of creation in order to establish. We await the complete redemption in Jerusalem, the city that is being rebuilt for the benefit of all its inhabitants and citizens and for the benefit of the entire world. We look forward to rebuilding God's temple in its natural location on Mount Moriah. It will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Wow, have we heard that in the evangelical circles. Yes. How many of our denominations have partnered with this? A bunch. Its light will project redemption and salvation in all of our lands and states for peace, prosperity, and blessings. Nothing will be neglected. As easily as we can ascend to Jerusalem, look at that word right there, ascend. Uh, there's other people, other big ministers that use that term ascend and events ascending to jerusalem because like jonathan Kahn in his book the oracle talks about the ascension to jerusalem and all of the people coming together and getting ready for the messiah to come together in the third temple um, in which we know is the antichrist but the new apostolic reformation does not believe that the antichrist is coming so they are partnering with all this vomit all right so let's continue as easily as we can ascend to Jerusalem in the place of the temple, especially during the holiday of tabernacles, according to the vision of Zechariah 14, we will be blessed with a great benefit. Legendary and renowned events occurred for the benefit of the people of Israel and will continue to occur in Jerusalem. As such, we have gathered here to accompany these happenings. We look upon them with a kind eye and an open, receptive soul. Oh, yes, you're so open. You want to kill the Christians. Oh, yes, I hear you now. We are blessed with the opportunity to bless God and pray to him here in this city to his great satisfaction and kindness. We recognize the divine value of the Bible and its authority and acknowledge our desire to walk in the ways of God. These actions are intended for all peoples of the world. All are his creations and all possess a zeal for Zion and the people of Israel. All recognize Israel's bond design. Jerusalem and to the temple may it be rebuilt and restored in the near future. Uh, we accept upon ourselves the inspiring laws of the Bible that came to us through his prophets and scribes and its authorities, laws as the guide of all of our decisions since the Bible is the word 
of God, the creator of the world. Some of the family of nations have become states or cultural entities with long, extensive traditions. We must honor and respect language, culture, and this particular the particular characteristics of all, just as we honor our own traditions. So in other words, they will respect your traditions as long as you go by the seven Noahide laws because you are a Gentile. So if you're a Gentile, you will have to go along in order for them to even accept you, although you will always be beneath them. You will serve them. You will be beneath them. Okay, so let's continue here. First and foremost are the laws known as the covenant of God with Noah and his sons that obligate every man and woman, every human society of all types and every form of their appearance everywhere in the world. I see. The presence of Israel in their biblical home and within the borders mentioned in the Torah guarantees the stability of our borders, cultural language, and customs and guarantees peace among us. In all our endeavors, we will strive for peace among all peoples and among all families. You know it just come to me, Brad. The reason they want to keep it in just the Torah is because that is where they had favor with God. After that is where they lost the favor. Uh, because the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. So what happened after that? They lost their favor because of them doing what they're doing now. Partnering with uh, the apostasy, partnering with the perversion. God destroyed that them because of that. So they um uh, want everybody to go back to that type of deal okay let's see here therefore we will maintain our spiritual and legal center in jerusalem and with god's help we hope and pray that we will not fail and that the god of heaven and earth will guide us on the direct path without animosity among peoples okay don't y'all want to know there's other people that asked You know America's in on it for sure. I know the Bible talks about the 70 coming together for the Antichrist. That's what we know. Okay, so anyways, let's go back to what I was showing you. The Sanhedrin calls for universal prayers against the universal plague. Rabbi Schwartz, a prominent rabbinic authority and head of the Sanhedrin's Noahide Court. Wow! Check that out! The no head of the Noahide Court released a video calling on all 70 nations to pray for universal healing. 
In response to the coronavirus, may God have mercy on the world. The Sanhedrin of Israel is calling on everyone, every person from every nation to pray for the removal of the virus. Hmm. The reason God sends plagues and diseases into his beloved creation is so that he, we can wake up to serve him more completely. So in other words, so we can put these laws into place. This plague is spreading around the world because it is intended to bring about universal repentance and return to God. As a nation of priests, Israel needs to lead the world in this repentance. Okay, what kind of repentance? The only we here we are with evangelicals in the White House and we still haven't repented. If we want God to help us, we're gonna have to repent to Jesus being the open door to God. Sanhedrin gets authorization to use their trees for the third temple. I just wanted to show y'all that. In 2017, the Sanhedrin planted 30 pomegranate trees, which were a small step toward fulfilling the needs of the third temple. But this small step had a great spiritual significance. Okay, so let's go over here. Netanyahu is on his way back to Israel after a rocket fired from Gaza hit central Israel. At least seven people were injured. Israeli authorities say Hamas is behind the attack. And since then, Gaza militants have fired at least 10 rockets toward Israel. At the White House, President Trump took action, which he says will help Israel protect itself. I will sign a presidential proclamation recognizing Israel's sovereign right over the Golan Heights. The state of Israel took control of the Golan Heights in 19... 67, to safeguard its security from external threats. Today, aggressive action by Iran and terrorist groups in southern Syria, including Hezbollah, continue to make the Golan Heights a potential launching ground for attacks. Okay, I wanted to show you that because that's seven minutes long. But that goes back to what I showed you about the first group that was celebrating the Trump Heights and then uh, them saying that he has the number of the Messiah. Okay, Susan has a question. What is the census all about, June population numbers? Well, since I used to work for the census, I'll tell you. Uh, the census is really a good thing. It is to have an account, an accurate account, of who lives in every house. Now, the debate that we had back in 2010 was, could we even ask at that point uh, who was uh, an immigrant? So now I'm sure the debate is going to be, what do you ask if they're male or female? You know, that could be the... Thing that we have now I don't know because I'm not with them but the point of that is to find out because you need to know this for funding for cities and to deal with uh, certain demographics in certain areas like what type of help they may need from the government it's kind of just a federal 
uh, overview of what is the uh, overall picture of each city. So you may have, you know, this city has a majority of certain type of race and they may need a certain type of help, you know, uh, that type of deal. So with us having the coronavirus this year, I just had the little theory or the little thought how, I mean, it is odd that we haven't moved forward with it. And did they know since the beginning that this thing was going to get this big? Uh, so have they not started the street marches yet, you know, where they go door to door? Or are they going to do everything online? And then if so, how are they going to monitor who's telling the truth? You know, which household is telling the truth type of deal? Or another theory is, uh, if they do call everyone into quarantine, is that going to be a way to do the census? You know, where they will have people come to every house and they'll be able to mark the houses? Uh, I don't know. But I think that with this being a census year, you know, you just have to, this is what I'm trying to tell you, right, in this whole broadcast today, is to think about the overall picture of what is happening today. I mean, this is 2020. Okay, and let's look at this event right here. It's called Event 201. Someone sent this to me. And look, this is called a Global Pandemic Exercise. And they sent this to me. And guess who is the sponsor of this? Bill and Melinda Gates. They are a part of this. Event 201 simulates an outbreak of a novel zoonotic coronavirus transmitted from bats to pigs to people that eventually become efficiently transmittable from person to person, leading to a severe pandemic. The pathogen and the disease it causes are modeled largely on SARS, but it is more transmittable in the community by setting people with mild symptoms. Okay, so here's what it says about there's no possibility of a vaccine being available in the first year. And the funny thing is, Brad, this was given last year. Last summer, this whole exercise, you'll see. There is a fictional antiviral drug that can help the sick but not significantly limit spread of the disease. Since the whole human population is susceptible during the initial months of the pandemic, the cumulative number of cases increases exponentially, doubling every week. So when you consider that, you wonder, okay, why are we not on the lockdown now? You know, like to stop it type of deal. And as the cases and deaths accumulate, the economic and societal consequences become increasingly severe. The scenario ends at the 18-month point, excuse me, with 65 million deaths. The pandemic is beginning to slow due to the decreasing number of susceptible people. The pandemic will continue at some rate until there is an effective vaccine or until 80 to 90% of the global population has been exposed. From that point on, it is likely to be an endemic childhood disease. Now look at this, World Economic Forum in which your president was just at. 
which all the main leaders were there, all the business leaders, the biggest people of the world were at this meeting, and they're there every year at the World Economic Forum. Now, we all know that Bill and Melinda Gates is a part of the New World Order, and the big, um, what do you call that? Um, not the New World Order people, but globalists. That's the word. They are a part of the globalists. And you know, this whole time, we as Christians, evangelical Christians, we have been under the assumption that Trump uh, is not a part of the globalists. He's been fighting the globalists. He's been, he's been fighting the deep state. And that's why he has the evangelicals on his side, because they're working with him. But Brad, they are not. They are all in this together. They're in this together. I told you last year, Mark, everyone that supports Kanye West, because that is the surest sign of the apostasy. And sure enough, they did. Like within a week, all these big ministries giving him a platform, putting him out there in front of millions of people without him going through any ministry training, vetting, or anything. Tell me if his example of ministry leadership is anything like the way God would do it. No. He puts you through the testing and the trials before he puts you out there because he has to get all of that out before you get a, you know, type of deal. But anyways, going back to this. Okay. So when you look at this event 201 scenario, okay, let's see what they've got over here. Event 201 media. Statement about our pandemic exercise. Thank you to the members of the press that attended event 201. Well, let's see when this event was. Press release. Event 201 pandemic exercise underscores immediate need for global public-private cooperation. Let's see the date on this. October 17, 2019. The Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security with the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation will host Event 201, a multimedia global pandemic exercise on Friday, October 18, 2019 in New York City. The public may register and participate in the simultaneous virtual exercise. Isn't that something? It underscores the need for global public-private cooperation to mitigate economic and societal impacts. In recent years, the world has seen a growing number of epi epidemic events, about 200 per year, which strain limited resources. A large global pandemic would be disruptive to health, economies, and society. Economic studies show that pandemics could cause an average annual economic loss of 0.7% of global GDP, which is gross domestic products, or $570 billion. Event 201, played by 15 leaders of business, government, and public health, will illustrate realistic public problems that must be addressed under pressure during a pandemic. Okay, something that I want to point out about these press conferences uh, that they have been hosting over the past few weeks about this, okay, is um, 
they keep saying, like even the president today in the press conference said, uh, we have learned a lot through this. It's been a lot of learning. And then the lady, uh, let me see, I wrote her name down. Let me see here. I've got her name. Deborah Burks, who is the coronavirus expert. Okay, she's been talking about how they have learned about the systems. The systems were outdated. Okay, so I know one guy prophesied that this is man-made, this coronavirus that we're experiencing right now is man-made to get every all of the systems put in place for the real ones now that is just one person uh, that i've heard say that but listening to these press conferences i can almost believe it because they're getting all this money and funding out there for surveillance and bribe we know they're already working on 5g they're working on the internet of things which is surveillance I told you, Brian, from my research since 2012 when I was in London, they have billions of chips everywhere. All they're waiting on is 5G to kick in. 5G is the battery. It is the power source of the beast, okay? Let me tell you a few things I know about the beast. Because I would love to write a book on the mark of the beast. What is it, you know? Uh, first of all, the UN is the brain of the beast. The White House is the mouth of the beast. The Secretary of State is the uh, arm of the beast. The Capitol Hill is the belly of the beast. When the Lord sent me to Washington, D.C., I'm looking at this cow making sure he's not on the other side of the fence. That is funny. But anyways, when the Lord sent me uh, to Washington, D.C., he said, I'm sending you to the belly of the beast. I'm like, the belly of the beast? What the world? So I get to Washington, and I go to uh, the belly, and I go to Capitol Hill, and I'm like, oh, this is the belly of the beast, because this is where the laws are done. And there, listen, people, the laws that happen in the capital affect the entire planet. We make laws about other countries. Did you know that? About Israel? We're making laws that affect other countries. So it is the perversion arm of the beast. It is what is pushing the perversion. And so, anyways, that's what I've learned about the beast. Okay, so, um, and the media is the teeth of the beast. It is what gives it the chomping power because it goes out there and it gets all the propaganda out there and it speaks what the beast wants it to be known. And the sad thing is, is that the church, the evangelicals have partnered with the beast and they are partnering with the uh, global viewpoints okay the toleration the community we're all in this together we have got to work together people you know this is what the evangelicals have partnered with this is why you do not see them standing up for truth in the white house 
and it's so sad and the here's the worst thing about it brad because when i was there i was tore up over it i'm like what i i just cannot believe that they would advise the president of the united states about this that they would not stand up for god and the word and truth above all things you know is that they are up there just partnering with all of this instead of them saying uh excuse me president but god will not allow us to do that he if you want the nation to be if you truly want the nation to be blessed god will not allow us to do that and that is uh you know what you would think they would be saying but it's not that way and you would think that they would be up there uh you know letting it be known about how the enemy is trying to infiltrate the government with perversion do you ever hear them talk about perversion all they're doing is partnering with this global agenda of putting everybody together as one and coming together and just all because the deep state is so bad we have to because the enemy is the deep state so we have to partner with the lgbt because even the, those people are having an awakening because we're coming together as one and the enemy is not them it's not what they're doing it is this deep state idea and also i want to point out something else about the deep state this q deal that a lot of people are so called up into q there's going to be all these mass arrests and all this let me just point this out right now okay the deal with q is being used by the deep state and let me tell you what i mean by that okay there may be great arrests that are going to happen of all the so-called evil people there may be a great arrest and guess what it is to put in the noahide laws when they say oh look at all these evil people they are just big globalists and they've been stealing from us and they're nothing but a bunch of murderers and liars and they're so evil so we're just going to get in this little corner over here with the lgbt and with all these other religions of muslim and hinduism and all this other stuff new age and we're just going to come together and point to them as the evil ones okay so we're just going to put all them in jail and then we're just going to come together as one under this great noahide laws and we can all agree back in the days of noah in the old testament because we've already been priming you anyway christians we have just pushed this on tbn until it's just shoved down your throat through tbn and god tv and cbn to where all of these messianic leaders have been teaching you about all these different uh codes and stuff so that you will go back uh to the old way of doing things and then you won't have uh to worry about this doing it the right way with the lord i mean really people <laughs> so okay so let's move on here where is all this leading to bride is the whole point of this broadcast 
We are getting ready for the one world order. Look at this. Cash or plastic? Amazon envisions paying with a wave. They are getting ready. Remember I showed you the pictures of the where you will be scanning your hands. Remember that in all the different places. Hey, Daniel, y'all are home? Okay, very. All right, thank you. That's my grandson. Okay, so they're getting ready for the chip. Okay, let me see. That's the coronavirus information. Look at this one. Cash could be spreading the coronavirus, warns the World Health Organization. Now, isn't it the World Health Organization, the very ones that's telling us this is a global pandemic? And are we not having all these meetings across the world to come together the techie world has been coming together to talk about the uh taking our doing away with the cash system and going into this digital economy you know some people even believe we're getting ready for a reset a reset of the economy there's a big move out there um i forgot let me see the name of it Hold on here. Jisara. They're getting ready for Jisara where they're saying all these people are going to be millionaires. Let me show you. It is Jisara. So they are saying they're getting ready for a shift. Oh, a land of equality. Global Economic Security and Reformation Act. Global Prosperity Program for an Entire Generation. Equality for All People of Planet Earth. The Global Economic Security and Reform Act is a global prosperity program on the verge of being announced and activated. The program is backed by precious metals deliverable well above quad whatever of u.s dollars all eight billion of the human population will benefit from this and the earth will finally be free to experience itself as the abundant planet it was created to be few realize that there's more than enough gold to make all human currencies you can read all this brad but it's basically kind of partnering with the queue of the mass arrest and basically people are going to be prosperous once they do this reset but it also reminds me of the words that are coming out from the new apostolic reformation of uh you know the wealth of the wicked's laid up for the just and then the same time that they're doing away with the cash so it makes me wonder okay are you getting ready for the chip are you getting ready to tell people because you know that these evangelicals are going to partner with the beast so they're going to tell everybody it's okay for you to take the chip uh, in order for you to be a part of this global prosperity and this new money that's hitting so we're going to give you all this money but you have to take a chip and you have to become a part of this system and we will reset all your finances we'll pay off everything and give you a global reset i mean that's just one idea so check this out, Brad. Jasara. Okay, so let's move over here. 
Okay, so the reason I pointed this out about the cash could be spreading the coronavirus is because they're preparing you to go all digital. Cash could be contributing to the spread of COVID-19, the disease caused by the novel coronavirus. According to the World Health Organization, the WHO told the Telegraph that the coronavirus could remain on money for days after being exposed to it and that people should avoid touching their face after handling cash. We know that money changes hands frequently and can pick up all sorts of bacteria and viruses and things like that. A WHO representative told the Telegraph, we would advise people to wash their hands after handling banknotes and avoid touching their face. And Brad, you know something else I've thought of is, do you remember that movie uh what was his name oh the one about taco bell the sci-fi movie with taco let me, let me see if i can look that up okay demolition man that's it okay so the demolition man movie had is kind of like this it's a futuristic sci-fi sylvester stallone that's it and it's where nobody touches each other in there you don't even have sex by touching each other you just do it on the through the uh, virtual reality because everybody's nasty you don't touch them so that's what that reminded me of there and so going from the cashless society uh we may ended up doing going that crazy okay this one october 1st 2020 americans will be forced to comply with the mark of the beast the rfid implants are real is it coming is it being implanted it's already being implanted in humans hands for now for office employees it's mandatory to get the chip it's being implanted in america sweden Okay, well, I told you this, Brad, that I know that this is the mark of the beast. The Lord has told me, and that is what I've written my books about. So I do want to warn you not to take the chip, okay? All right, now this guy, Stephen Quayle, he kind of writes some books uh, that are out there, but it's not far off. Okay, he says on March 13, 2020, the elite bugging out to their bunkers is another sign of the great freakout has begun. Study hints millions of Americans may be infected without even knowing it, yet spreading the virus to others. Was it engineered to usher in, usher in the globalist endgame? While the Twitter hashtag cancel everything trended for much of Wednesday night after the NBA season was canceled, President Trump announced flights from Europe into America would be temporarily halted by Friday. And Americans who hadn't been paying attention finally began to realize that a full-fledged pandemic had been unleashed upon our nation. Some of doctors' worst fears have been confirmed with reports of the virus. Can survive in the air for up to three hours, live on surfaces for up to three days, with doctors also now warning that the coronavirus is 10 times more lethal than the seasonal flu. Okay, so it says down here at the bottom, so while we're, we'll absolutely pray the theory's wrong as we'll explore within this story, that with health authorities in the state of Ohio believing perhaps 100,000 residents of the state have the virus, 
via community spread without even knowing it in Ohio, just one U.S. state of 50, and now Congress being warned 150 million Americans will likely get the disease. There could already be the potential to be a million or more Americans who have already been affected. So he pointed this out about the Agenda 2030, and this is something else I wanted to tell you uh, before I get off here, Brad. You have to study Agenda 2030. I have been telling you about it, but some of you may not be paying attention. But Agenda 2030 is a UN agenda, okay? When I was at the UN back in September, let me show you this, UN.org. Okay, and let me click on English. Okay, the UN.peace, dignity and equality on a healthy planet. Talking about equality, I want to show you uh, something that the uh, president's family's been up to. Okay, so let's go back over here to the United Nations. A pandemic drives home the essential interconnected interconnectedness of our human family. Ah, so this may be used to pull everybody together in unity, huh? We must declare war on this virus. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres said in his comments on the global response to the spread of the virus, calling on governments to cooperate in order to ensure targeted support for the people and communities most affected by the disease. Oh, so they're working with the WHO. We know that. UN Human Rights Chief, racism and xenophobia are contagious killers too. Yeah, just come after Christianity. Come on. All right, so here we go. The UN Sustainable Developmental Goals. A part of this is the climate campaign, which is a part of the depopulation. Decade of Action, Student Records, Goal of the Month. All right. Y'all need to check this out. They're big on equality. All right. Y'all need to check this out. Also check out, just like I said about uh, noahide.org. Need to check out this. This is them uh, getting ready for the Noahide laws. It shows you all the different things they're doing in the UN. There's another UN. And all their different, oh, Universal Noahide UN on Capitol Hill. November 2018. Extraordinary in ensuring the passage of the gold medal legislation. What is that? I could go on so many rabbit trails, Brian. But we will not do that. I just wanted to show you that, okay? 
All right, so here we go. Look at this. Uh, implantable digital ID vaccination system in development. Would you agree to have a microchip, microchip implanted in your body? That's the question that Microsoft and a group of pharmaceutical companies are asking. Microsoft is spearheading an initiative called ID2020. This is something else for you to research, Brad. ID2020, a program aimed at giving every human on the planet a digital ID, like a fingerprint, in order to keep everyone connected. What is it? It is an alliance that is an initiative handled by Bill Gates. And what did we just discuss about Bill Gates? The global pandemic exercise, right? Okay, and aimed at getting digital IDs right. According to the official ID 2020 site, current methods of official identification are archaic and not accessible by everyone. So as the Alliance claims, the current methods of digital identification are easy to spoof and proper online ID certification hasn't become a reality just yet. As companies are only now defining what a proper official online ID looks like, ID2020 seeks to help define what a good digital ID is. Gates and the board of the Alliance have a certification mark that they will award the companies and technologies that meet the criteria of being good digital ID tech. So what's the connecting, connection to vaccinations? This is what I wanted you to see, Brad. Because for one thing, I don't know how long I'll be able to tell you the truth. Uh, Susan, the way that you pull up Agenda 2030 is go to un.org. It's right there on the front page. Okay, so the connection to vaccinations with the chip. The idea behind some of ID2020's more controversial technologies is a digital ID that can be implanted into someone in chip form. This is to help homeless people or people in developing countries by giving them access to blockchain-powered identification. Now, I believe it goes beyond just homeless people. It gives them access to people. In theory, the practice would have people receiving free vaccinations through the Bill Gates Foundation if they have an ID chip implant. In turn, these implants would carry encrypted blockchain-backed data that allows for easy access to services you can't normally get without an ID. It can help social workers and researchers keep up with those who are up to date on their vaccination. Okay, you can read that article later. Okay, so here is their actual website. It's called ID2020.org, if you want to check it out. Identity is vital for political, economic, and social opportunity, but systems of identification are archaic, insecure, lack adequate privacy protection, and for over a billion people inaccessible, digital identi identity is being defined now, and we need to get it right. So you can check out the ID 2020 Alliance is setting the course for digital ID through a multi-stakeholder partnership, ensuring digital ID is responsibly implemented and widely accessible. Okay, so you can check that out, Brad, ID2020.org. Okay, and then I told you about this. And you need to watch the Demolition Man to show you what I'm talking about on that. Now. Let's check out this, American Priority. 
Now, do you remember this last year when I was in the White House, when I was there in Washington, and I told you about the AMP uh, program that they had at the President's Resort in Miami, Florida? And I told you, Bride, I've got to go so I can show you what is happening there. But then I didn't get the funding, so I was not able to go. But what it is, it was where all the president's family, all of his 2020 team was there. Uh, all of the evangelicals was there. Uh, all of the transgenders, all the different people. Remember, I showed you videos of their music. Let me show you just one. Remember this guy? And you can research him too, because now he is a, a big spokesperson for President Trump. And look at his video about the sheep. This one came out four months ago. And this was right around the time uh, that he went to that event. Sorry, I didn't know he said the F word. Oh, I can't get it stopped. Hold on. Sorry. Lord, forgive me for playing that on my podcast. I just wanted to show you. I can show you without the words. I am sorry, Brian. But I wanted you to see that he's a transgender. Uh, and he was their main, one of their main speakers at this American Priority. And he actually had a picture with Donald Trump Jr. Remember the picture I showed you that was absolutely so gross. Uh, but this is what they partnered with. And this is what they're calling uh, this, not revival, but the word that I hate. What is it? Um, awakening. That's it. Awakening. Uh, but anyways. So basically, society is dumb and they're a bunch of sheep. Not the way that the Bible calls the sheep and the goats. Okay, so let's go back over here to American priorities. So anyways, they had this event last year with everybody involved in the Trump campaign. Where they pulled everybody together as one. And they said, okay, we are going to... Uh, Basically, they have done the most genius um, marketing plan of the ages because they pulled together every demographic to be a spokesperson for the president. But I want to show you what this is about this year because they're doing it again. All right, let's scroll down. About American Priority was founded in 2017 on three main principles. Liberty integrity and equality <laughs> refocus and retool our collective energy new age sounding into promoting the ideas 
that have made America what it is and what will continue to define it in the future. So go ahead with that 666 symbol right there. This guy right here is a transgender as well. Evangelical, one of the biggest speakers there. They're still doing it. Terrible. But I wanted to show you that, Bri, because it is still continuing even after last year. So it is going to be something. Anyways, I must tell you this, Brad. We cannot put our patriotism for our country above the Word of God. We cannot put it above God's Word. We cannot compromise uh, and come up with another beast. The beast is the enemy. We cannot partner with the beast uh, to try to push any other type of agenda. We have to keep our biblical standards and the biblical uh, description of how God is. We have to represent him truly and holy. All right, Brad. Well, I'm hoping that all that I have brought to your attention today, the mark of the beast, the Noahide laws, the coronavirus, the third temple, the partnership of the beast, that you are seeing a big picture take place right in front of your eyes. And you know what is so sad, Bride, is that many people make all these excuses. Well, the president's only doing that for votes. They're just doing that because they want the LGBT votes uh, for the 2020 campaign. And I'm like, oh, really? Okay, so you think God is okay with that when we didn't need them the first time? And then they stood on the uh, Washington Monument grounds and threatened the president and threatened the Republicans when I was there in Washington in 2018 and said, if you do not go with us in 2020, if you do not lean towards the LGBT, we are going to pull away from you and not be with you in 2020. So, what did God do? He gave me a dream. Warn them. They cannot do that. So I go to the White House. I do that the week before the elections and warn them, you cannot do that because God will bring judgment on this nation so fast. We need to be repenting. This nation needs to repent. So what has happened, Brad, with the three and a half years that we have had the evangelicals in the White House? Have we got any closer to God? No, we have not. We have not. We have not repented for uh, the debauchery that we're doing right in front of his eyes. But no, what have we done? We have turned around and partnered with the apostasy. We have partnered with the beast. And we think God's going to turn around and send us this great awakening and this great revival. When we are spitting in his face, no, he will not. What he's doing is pulling his hand back so that we can smell the stench of our own sin. And we can see the debauchery of what we've done. So we have got to be ready, Brad, for what's coming. And that's why these books, let me go over here to you. That's why these books are so very important that I get finished with these books. 
Because let me tell you something, Bride. I've had the battle of a lifetime finishing these books. The devil has done everything to try to get me to stop writing these books and to not get them out there so that you can be fully informed. And so that's why I was saying today, you need to go ahead and order those first two before they turn around and try to shut it down. Okay? Uh, because they are, it is going to come to the point one day where they are going to shut down the true voice of the church. So, I pray that this uh, broadcast today has really blessed you, Bride. And I pray that you see the big picture. Okay? The big picture is we're all being lied to. We're being deceived. They are showing you all of this to make you think that everything is peace and prosperity. But just like it says on the UN.org website, that is the UN's goal. And that is how they're going to pull in the Antichrist is through peace and prosperity. But what does the Bible say? When they holler peace and prosperity, know that sudden destruction's at the door. So we have to get ready, Brad. I'm informing you so that you can do the research yourself. I just say, I submit it to you. You pray about it and ask the Lord and do the research yourself. Okay, so I will talk to you later, Bride, and God bless you. And also, I want to say one other thing. Pray Psalm 91 over your family and do not fear. Because I've told you for years that the revival that's going to come is going to be through great suffering. It's not going to be this glory, glory revival that we've seen in a building in years past where everything is just so amazing and you're standing there in awe of God. I'm saying it's going to be through great suffering. And we're going to have to go through. We're going to have to stand up to the beast. And we're going to see what we're made of. And this is how the sheep and the goats are being separated. So... I will talk to you later, Brad. God bless and have a good evening. And that's called a dust bath. Yeah. That's what keeps lice and stuff off of Wow. He just rolls around in the dirt. So all these, it's going to take him a week. All these hens are going to have a pecking order. They're going to have a top hen all the way down to the bottom hen. See? Oh, yes. They're deciding who's. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, all the way to twenty-four. <laughs> Treehouse Publishers presents Author and White House Correspondent Dr. June Knight has published ten books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride Jesus is the True Husband. 
her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Dr. June released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the one world religion agenda, Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda, this book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American Quad books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. June's books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book please go to treehousepublishers.com. Thank you. Author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God-serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride, Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the one world religion agenda. Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda. This book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? 
This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment. Where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American cod books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. Jews books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book, please go to treehousepublishers.com.